And that's some pretty harsh language. But what God is saying here is that even the land itself becomes corrupted when people start doing this stuff. I mean, there's an instance of that in uh, Genesis where it actually says that before the flood, the entire land was filled with violence. So God does talk about a handful of times of how our actions do affect the earth. Like it affects the land. And there's several verses that actually talk about that. Hey, faithful listener, grab your cup of coffee and experience the Bible in a way you never have before. P40 Ministries is a podcast that goes through the Bible cover to cover. It's an awesome narrative that focuses your mind and prepares your heart for God to speak. So join your host, Jen, for a biblical podcast that's hilarious, informative, imaginative, and fun. The P40 Ministries podcast. Listen now as we go through the book of Leviticus. Hello, faithful listeners. Thanks for tuning into this episode this morning and happy Wednesday. It's a nice Wednesday today, isn't it? But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Leviticus chapter 20, verses 17 through 27. We're actually going to be, um, you know, talking more about the sexual sins of Leviticus chapter 20. So once again, disclaimer to parents, if there are children in your vicinity, might not be the best episode to have them listen into, though, of course, that is at your discretion. But let's go ahead and talk about Leviticus chapter 20, verses 17 through 27. As always, I'll be reading the W.E.B. version of the Bible this morning. If a man takes his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and sees her nakedness, and she sees his nakedness, it is a shameful thing. They shall be cut off in the sight of the children of their people. He has uncovered his sister's nakedness. He shall bear his iniquity. If a man lies with a woman having her monthly period and uncovers her nakedness, he has made her fountain naked, and she has uncovered the fountain of her blood. Both of them shall be cut off from among their people." You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, nor of your father's sister, for he has made his close relative naked. They shall bear their iniquity. If a man lies with his uncle's wife, he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin, and they shall die childless. If a man takes his brother's wife, it is an impurity. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. You shall therefore keep all of my statutes and all of my ordinances and do them that the land where I am bringing you to dwell may not vomit you out. You shall not walk in the customs of the nations, which I am casting out before you, for they did all these things and therefore I abhorred them. But I have said to you, you shall inherit their land and I will give it to you to possess it, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am Yahweh your God, who has separated you from the peoples. You shall therefore make a distinction between the clean animal and the unclean, and between the unclean fowl and the clean. You shall not make yourselves abominable by any animal, or by bird, or by anything which the ground teems, which I have separated from you as unclean for you. You shall be holy to me, for I, Yahweh, am holy, and have
have set you apart from the peoples, that you should be mine. A man or a woman that is a medium or a wizard shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones. Their blood shall be upon themselves. So in verse 17, it says, If a man takes his sister or his father's daughter or his mother's daughter and sees her nakedness and she sees his nakedness, it is a shameful thing. This is talking about like literally consensual sex between like siblings even if it's like step siblings, like say um, a kid has a stepsister, it's still wrong. And I might even go so far as to add in adopted siblings, though it doesn't specifically say that in scripture. But I would also believe that this includes adoption as well, because once you are adopted into that family, you literally become part of that family and that becomes your sister or your brother. So it says that if a man takes his sister and she lets him. So in other words, this is not a rape. This is literally consensual sex between siblings. It says it's a shameful thing because they are close relatives. And God makes it pretty clear that you aren't supposed to have incest for many specific reasons. But I think the, the main reason was really because it's wrong. And if people started doing this, it would just be commonplace. And then everybody would start doing it. And it's just wrong. And I mean, I have known a handful of families actually that have had their lives destroyed from something like this happening in their families. It's just not a good thing. But then children of incest often um, have different issues that go along with incest. And I mean, we know that based upon um, just modern medicine. And there's a lot of issues actually within the Amish community, which is the community near where I live. There's a there's a huge Amish population and same with my sister. We both have a Amish population near us. And because the Amish often intermarry there is a lot of issues that are really only found in the Amish community because of um, almost like incest even though they don't like take their brothers and sisters as wives you know they're still pretty closely related and uh, that is unhealthy and we know that but yeah so there's many issues that go along with incest I mean the main one being that you're violating a family bond through this and I mean God loves family so much that he doesn't want any kind of family bond being destroyed in any way and I think these are what verses 17 through 21 are really talking about is just making sure that that family bond stays intact as best as it can except for verse 18 actually which is what I'm moving into next this one doesn't necessarily have to do with like breaking a family bond but it says if a man lies with a woman having her monthly period uh, both of them shall be cut off from among their people. So I actually found a really, really interesting um, medical article about women that have sex during their monthly period. And it's actually found that women who do have a higher chance, like a significantly higher chance of developing endometriosis than women who do not. More women who, um, who have sex during their period actually have endometriosis than those who do not. So yes, there are health benefits, <laughs> like modern day health benefits of not engaging in sexual activity. Even if you're married, 
during your monthly period because it's just healthier for the woman. And honestly, I would guess the man as well. But um, even though you might read a Cosmo magazine that's like, you're it's totally fine to have sex during your period. Yeah, I mean, it's just probably not the healthiest thing. But this like endometriosis thing that uh, recently came out was just like it just came out. It was like in 2019 or 2020 that this study was done. So it's just starting to be realized now that it's unhealthy for women specifically to have sex during their monthly periods. Not to get like too in-depth with this kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not a good thing. I mean, God makes it pretty clear that it's not a good thing. But this word here, cut off from among their people, this means driven out. So the people are supposed to drive out anybody who does this stuff. And how would they know? Well, I mean, a lot of this would be taken to the court. A lot of this would be very public stuff. I mean, we talked about that on Monday, about how a lot of this stuff would have to be like done in public almost for witnesses to see it and then eventually take it to court so that, um, you know, the, the law would be carried out. But even so, God says that the people should be cut off. So one thing I was wondering, is this a permanent thing or not? And part of me believes it's not a fully permanent thing as long as the people who did this act come to repentance. And the reason I believe this is because God always gives second chances. He always loves people and he does forgive people. I mean, that's very clear in scripture that God forgives everybody and loves everybody. So if a man and a woman did this back in these days and were driven out from their people and they had like a full heart repentance from this and said, I'm not going to do this again. I do wonder if they would be back allowed into the community of Israel because of God's mercy and God's forgiveness. So I don't really know. And unfortunately, the Israelite people did not um, follow these rules, honestly. So we don't have any evidence of whether or not that's true, if God would let them back in the community or not. But I'm under the opinion that he would. But that is my personal opinion. And that is not in scripture, just to throw that out there. But I'm actually going to drop a link to that um, that doctor's report in the bio of this podcast episode. So you can take a look at that with the endometriosis thing. It's kind of interesting. Okay, verse 19 and 20. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister nor of your father's sister, for he has made his close relative naked. That is an aunt. That is talking about an aunt. They shall bear their iniquity if they do this thing. Once again, that's kind of destroying the fabric of the family relationship. And then verse 20, if a man lies with his uncle's wife, he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness. So even if this is not a blood relative and it was somebody your uncle married, like your uh, aunt by marriage, you're still not supposed to obviously do that. That is a sin. It is wrong. And so I think these also fall under the whole like adultery laws as well. I know that divorce was a thing back in these days. So I, I do wonder even if, say, a divorce had happened and somebody still slept with um, his aunt who was divorced from his uncle, I'm under the opinion that that would uh, still apply to these particular rules as well. So then moving on, it says in verse 21, if a man takes his brother's wife, it is an impurity. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. Now that I'm thinking about it, I do think that this includes um, divorce because, because in the New Testament, there's actually a story about... King Herod, 
who ended up taking his brother's wife, Herodias. We talked about that. And uh, King Herod was actually the one that ended up killing John the Baptist because John the Baptist was speaking out against this illegal marriage that Herod and Herodias were doing. Because Herodias divorced her husband, Philip, who happened to be Herod's brother. And so then Herod took Herodias as a wife. So yeah, I am thinking that this includes um, laws of divorce as well. It's just wrong in all cases, whether or not there's divorce involved. Then in verse 22, it says, You shall therefore keep all my statutes and my ordinances and do them, that the land where I am bringing you to dwell may not vomit you out. And that's some pretty harsh language. But what God is saying here is that even the land itself becomes corrupted when people start doing this stuff. I mean, there's an instance of that in uh, Genesis where it actually says that before the flood, the entire land was filled with violence. So God does talk about a handful of times of how our actions do affect the earth. Like it affects the land. And there's several verses that actually talk about that. And yeah, I mean, even here, it says that the land would become corrupt when the people started becoming corrupt. And then in verse 23, you shall not walk in the customs of the nations, which I'm casting out before you, for they did all these things. But then God goes on to say, you know, he didn't want those people to do those things, which is why he's casting them out. So he says to his people, be different, be different, because I don't want to cast you out. I don't want to do this. Rather, I am setting you apart. You are mine. You are my chosen people. So you have to act differently is basically what God's saying here. He says, I am Yahweh, your God, who has separated you from the people's. So these people that God is casting out of the land, or rather throwing out because of all these evil things that they're doing, God is saying that he makes his people different. And when he makes them different, they need to act differently than the other nations that do these things that God hates so much. So then in verse 25, it says, You shall therefore make a distinction between the clean animal and the unclean, between the unclean fowl and the clean. So he's talking about being separated so much even to what you're eating, right? Because we talked about the uh, laws of eating before. And then it says in verse 26, you shall be holy to me for I, Yahweh, am holy. And I've set you apart from the peoples because you are mine, that you should be mine. I set you apart because you belong to me. And obviously that is the best place we could ever be is adopted by God. That is why nowadays we sing about how God has adopted us into his family because it's a wonderful place to be. We want to be in God's favor. And the fact that we have been adopted shows that we are forgiven. So honestly, there's awesome benefits that come with being chosen by God, being adopted by God. And this is what God is saying to his people. I have adopted you. I have chosen you. So act differently. So then in verse 27, it kind of ends here with a really sort of weird verse, in my opinion, or at least a weird verse to end it with. It says in verse 27, a man or a woman that is a medium or a wizard shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones and their blood shall be upon themselves. So anybody that communes with demons, because these people who commune with demons, obviously, 
are not communing with God. And they're going to continue to make people fall to the wayside. A lot of these people um, were the ones that would bring idolatry in because people who commune with, um, with demons obviously can at that point begin to worship them. I mean, we do know that they're like demons do have an amount of power. I mean, we just know that, especially with the New Testament and how Jesus was casting demons out of people, throwing demons out. And the people who had demons in them sometimes had like supernatural abilities. Actually, in the book of Acts, it talks about a young girl that had the ability to speak the future because she had a demon inside of her. And the people who owned this young slave girl were actually making tons of money off of her because she was able to correctly predict the future. And that is what wizards and mediums do. They predict the future. So not only are they communing with demons, like they're giving demons access to their bodies to be able to predict the future. And so God is saying to his people, like, look, don't seek these people out first and foremost. And secondly, don't let them be a part of you guys because you are special, you are holy, and I'm bringing you out of that. You are no longer going to be a part of the world, but you are going to be adopted into my family and you are going to have blessings through me is what God says to his people. So that's why I think it ends here with verse 27, because it kind of does sort of conclude what God is saying about how his people are set apart and they are holy and they are different. But friends, you know, this was Leviticus chapter 20. We finished up Leviticus 20 today. We're going to be moving in to the last chapters of Leviticus. So tune in for those because we're going to be moving into season four very soon of the P40 Ministries podcast. And we're going to also be in the book of Numbers very, very quickly. So yeah, we are just plowing through the Bible, aren't we? So tune in tomorrow for an episode out of Luke. We're going to be talking more about... Um, Luke chapter 6 and everything going on with Jesus's ministry. We're going to finish up at the Sermon on the Plain tomorrow. So tune in then 6 a.m. or whenever you wake up. But as I say at the end of every podcast episode, happy listening and God bless. <laughs>